Hey, you're Devin. Yeah, what's up? Yo, have you heard uh, about the show Riverdale? I've definitely seen it. It's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. And, well, I think, yeah, it's a CW show, mm-hmm. but it's on Netflix along with Sabrina. That I've seen. Uh, I haven't, but I've heard about it. Um, well, there's this podcast based on the Archie comics and the history of the Archie comics called Riverdale High AV Club. It's hosted by Ezra and Megan, and they are siblings, and they're hilarious. They're very engaging with their audience, and they bring you into their shows with episodes titled Help, I Married a Goth, and This Podcast is a Distraction. These two humans, Ezra and Megan, bring some relief to the crazy stuff that's going on in the world today. I'm just glad they're not aliens. (laughs) We don't know that, dude. (laughs) Um, mixed in with the Riverdale High AV Club podcast is an occasional sideshow, a special edition called the RHS Public Access, where they talk about other Archie titles and popular media, like the ones that we just talked about, the mm-hmm. Sabrina and Riverdale. This podcast can be enjoyed even if you don't know anything about the Archie comics. Very good. They bring, yeah, I mean, but they're funny because they talk about other stuff. Um, but they're so entertaining. It's funny. Um, you can find Riverdale High AV Club podcast on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Check out their website, RiverdaleHighAV.club or RHSAVClub.com. Find them on Instagram and Twitter at Riverdale High AV. Well, I'm definitely going to do that. All right, let's do it right now, actually. Pull it up. <laughs> So we're listening to um, episode whatever of the Lovecraft Country After Show, episode Jigabobo. Bobo was the nickname for Emmett Till amongst his close friends and family. Mm -hmm. And this episode was actually directed by Misha Green, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I think you. It was great. The best horror episodes seem to be. Fine. The, <laughs> Scooch on up to the microphone there, pal. The episodes that had the, uh, the biggest horror element seem to be the one that they chose to do, which I'm going to be honest, those little girls. This is uh, Uncle Tom girl twins. Um, <laughs> so this one was probably my favorite so far because of the tie-in with the book. We'll get to that later, but... Um, so we know that George Freeman is the author of the book. Um, we don't know when he wrote the book, right? No. I mean, we no, assume from the picture, the it's like maybe when he's in his 30s. Oh, wait, no, it's not George Freeman. It's, it's Atticus's, Atticus's son. Atticus's son. Future son. Who George is... Freeman Jr. Mm-hmm. The second, the second year. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> So it was such a strange. We just watched it for most of us watched it for the second time, and um, but you wouldn't be able to tell. You wouldn't be able to tell <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff that we yeah. missed. <laughs> One of the things I noticed that it was heavily about Diane, uh, Diana, Diana, D, D, mm-hmm. color sweet D. D. Um, she came out of Emmett Till's memorial service wearing her white. Uh, dress. I don't. And she was wearing a Jackie Robinson baseball hat. Not quite yet. 
It was afterwards? Mm-hmm. That's after she yeah. gets assaulted. Yeah. Okay. She leaves and she's walking and she's by like a ice cream shop and like a general goods store. And there's two well, girls she the ice cream shop. put on a white dress that is kind of reminiscent of the f- girl leagues. I mean, if you can remember League of Their Own for a reference, they mm-hmm. were wearing the white uniforms. So, I mean, she had a Jackie Robinson hat. She had her sneakers. And she had her dress, and later on in the episode, she had her fucking uh, bat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with her, uh, whatever it was, like oh, an axle from a pipe, fucking yeah. Buick. <laughs> <laughs> I liked, though, uh, when she was laughing at the girls before she started, or when, before she threw the rocks at the girls that were laughing. Yeah. Um, the shop. I think that's a tie-in also to the girls from the Uncle Tom's twins book mm, you know it's the, a little uh, foreshadowing yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah because she was being a bully mm-hmm. a tormented person yeah she was lashing out yeah for sure they were just trying to enjoy some ice cream having fun on a hot day the uncle tom twins do, do you think they were just i felt like they were just normal little girls oh and she was sure like, yeah I, I, I don't know because i noticed that the shop that she was standing in front of said it was closed for him, for the Wait, did that Did that all happen so after I'm wondering because she got those, spit on or before she got spit on? That was be, well. That was before she got spit it on. It was immediately after she got yeah. she got spit on um, after right after she threw the rock. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, say that they couldn't true. have been magic yet. But that's what I'm saying. Those two no girls spell had been happening. Yeah, there was no way they could have been there. That's what I'm saying. It was foreshadowing. I think they were real. Let's watch girls. it. But but it, it did say it was close. It's just interesting that it was the two girls that she threw rocks at, and then the after she was spit on and she started having those visions, it, it was, was the same two girls yeah. coming back to haunt her. So I'm almost wondering if those two girls were just visions of her imagination because the stores were closed. And she, All of she the stores does were have a deeper connection to the supernatural than it right. seems she should, and maybe she was getting a vision of the future. Well, right. Lancaster was like, whatever is going to be following her. He didn't know what it would be. So mm-hmm. maybe it's like a inner psyche thing. She felt mm-hmm. bad for yeah. bullying the kids. But I like how the ice cream shop was just like, fuck it, man. Mm-hmm. It makes dead, but I got to get right. this ice cream out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's interesting is that her comics, uh, some people have been comment- or posting online about it, that um, they're always a strong black young female lead in the comics. And yet the nightmare that haunts her is the most awful symbol of yeah. the um, slavery of, of uh, black people, especially young black girls and how right. the horrors that they went through. Right. Well, that's um, where that black magic thing, the black girl magic thing came in later when it was, um, what's her name that was speaking? I can't remember the girl's name. I don't um, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Just go ahead and keep going, but I'll, I'll try to look up her name. But yeah, it was, it was, that was a big part of it. Diana was, this was really big for her. I think her coming to, I, I think this was kind of where, in um, you know, she kind of stepped into her womanhood, like her, her enlightenment came along, and she realized what's really going on. Um, what were you talking about? Somebody was speaking. Diana. Oh, the the the, the speaker, and towards the end of yeah, the the cross. When she was riding her bike away, and that mm-hmm. was the um, Naomi Wadler. Was it? The young girl that did that. Okay, that's who it yeah. was. The name, for some reason, is 
She had a speech during the... uh, This was when the Black Girl Magic hashtag got huge, like, just a couple of years ago. Well, she was um, at March for Our Lives after the Parkland shooting. Right. And she did a big speech, which was that, I think. What year was that then? 2018. Yeah, so just two years ago. Yeah. But that's when the Black Girl Magic hashtag became huge, and it was a big thing. It was... That's one of the things that I was a little confused about because when he was talking about a tick having gone to the future and having someone hand him this book, he said it was a white woman with a robotic arm. And I was trying to remember that from the previous. If if his son was only between the ages of like 30 and 50, that would have been around now. And it makes sense of like white people protesting. If it's not like a dystopian future that he went to, that it might be the more modern future where we actually did see white people. So he people. might have only been maybe in his mid or late 20s then. We might just you might just be assuming that he was in 30s to 50s. I mean his, his, so his so what it would have been like the 2000s? Who are you talking about? I'm talking about what Tick goes to the future mm-hmm. and gets this book right. from his well, which the, we also don't know how long the book had been in print. So I guess it could have been a lot farther than that. Well, but, she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's pro- it, it's it seems to me like it's probably that kid. And if you look at the picture on the book, he looked like he was probably about Tick's age now. I kind of mm-hmm. think that... Or maybe a little bit younger. Christina turned that baby into the Shuck Shogoth thing that <laughs> saved her. Because she's like, I can't give him invulnerability, but I can protect him. And like, I can give you invulnerability. Right? Oh, so this is what happened at the church so I'm thinking with they the might Mark of Cain. Be able to... Well, no, this all depends on if Atticus really gets like sacrificed on the equinox or not. Because if he lives, they could be able to have. What's sad baby. to me but is that dies, Montrose is never going to read this book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> never. You find out. He's too busy drinking. Well, and well, he can't read. I and mean, he can't. He can't read. Well, he's dyslexic. He can read just every what fifteenth word switches apparently because that's how they want to depict dyslexia. That's fine. Um, so we we skipped over a whole big section that happened with Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Ruby went through yeah, it. Captain Lancaster and some other guy corner her, and they start casting this ritual. And you can see the worms coming out of the ground when he first starts chanting. And it, it are you talking about D? D. Mm-hmm. What did I? What did I say? I said Ruby. Did, oh my bad. No, that's okay. You, uh, you we'll were, go back to that. She she. Uh, <laughs> Diane, Diane, Diana was running, was about to start running mm-hmm. through the alley, and, and uh, the uh, a cop car pulled up, and it's old Lancaster, mm-hmm. and he walks up, and he's in there, you know, mm-hmm. racist. Yeah, showing her the car, the the comic that she drew for her mom, mm-hmm. um, which she never really was, addresses. But that was the piece that was discovered in that lab. Um, Mm-hmm. So it already Planetarium? made it. Yeah, it already made its way two states over to the city that she lives in, right. so that this yeah. corrupt, she, she fit the description. secret order cop can find her. Like that's pushing it for the 1960s. I'm gonna be honest, or 50s. Like that. That's a bit of a stretch. That, yeah, that was a pretty fast turnaround for. But I mean, Tick was there. They had Tick. I mean, there's. There's the magic too. Like everything is so perfectly aligned. Like yeah. the magic just seems to be feeding them information. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So she Ruby. gets spit on. 
Mm-hmm. And that seemed to have uh, lit a fire. Yeah. Um, and then a, a bug crawls in her nose, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. A fly, which is kind of interesting because the, the um, embedding mint of evil, putting a piece of it in her to control her, not only to have it cause her nightmares, mm-hmm. but it seems as if every time she thinks about telling someone about what happened um, in the meeting with with a captain, that they show up or start chasing her. And then eventually it just starts getting worse and worse. Um, but then towards the end, she's drawing what happened out on paper so yeah. that in case something happens to her, it'll be there in writing because she can't say it out loud. And that's when they really do finally try to kill her. Um, that's interesting. And, yeah. As supernatural beings, because Montrose walks in and he's like, what the hell are you doing swinging? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he does see that these things are attacking her and she's trying to protect herself. So she could potentially die from yeah. this attack from what the Slashing police officer was open. saying earlier, which she's going to die anyway. Like We the, don't know that. Yeah, Lancaster. I think that was his intention though. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that if they'll take care of her. So he's not even worried about her as getting in the way of his plan. And then he ends up getting, but I'm sure it went away when he died. I wonder when if he got killed by the creature. Yeah, she probably who Jiha. Um, hopefully, no. Uh, maybe the Lancaster, spell the will yeah, drop off. He gets killed again. He gets by Jiha. Up. That was Jiha coming up out of the ground to save Atticus. No, I'm just playing. No, oh, no, we're being serious like, here. Jiha, Jiha. Who is Jiha? Jiha. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, she probably. You don't think so? No. It could have been. That's like probably right. Like no, she miraculously that was, came to That was the protection arms. spell that they had anyway, yeah. wasn't it? It was for mm-hmm. the Shagats. Which was Jiha. <laughs> so Jiha shows up. She's sitting at the table. Oh, yeah. She's chilling. She's actually sitting on a yellow chair at first, which I thought was a little fucked up because she's the only Asian character on yeah, the show. It's a little right. on the nose. Yeah. HBO. Didn't care for that personally that's crazy maybe that was as a a korean american Mm -hmm. it felt a little fucked up to me Uh, okay (laughs) wait i I think i just missed whatever you just said (laughs) so how when did she sit in a yellow chair uh they come home and she's waiting in like the little corner in a big like yellow recliner yeah. type chair. I, I, was, like, I think that yellow. was just coincidental. <laughs> yeah. I doubt that they were I like, mean, yeah, drink, yellow drink, lady, yeah, get in the yellow chair. Yeah, yeah, she's drinking a, this is a, a ramune. A, <laughs> this is a, a hostel <laughs> for arty people, <laughs> or artsy people. So they're going to have some weird, bright, colorful furniture. Right. It's Yeah, it's all about Yeah, it's just coincidence. Yeah. yeah. It's um. a little chick <laughs> bohemian style for the, the ages. But she does join them at a table. Yeah. And I feel bad for her. I've, t- I, I, I'm starting to like Letty less every episode. She's starting to be that naggy, whiny. Watch it. Person. <laughs> Watch yeah. what you, she's Watch becoming it. a mom. I, she, she, but, it's, <laughs> but it's really aggressive. Oh, it's kind to of okay. too much. Well, I like, mean. I'm lose, like, she's like not being rational and i guess i kind of get it but i wish they would have kept her just a little more 
balanced and not so in your face. Well, I mean, I let's it. let's go through the full but list because of that things just stereotyped. That, okay, so that was that turned into a whole super stereotype. As, as a white woman, I just feel like we really got to have solidarity. She's fighting across the color lines. <laughs> right. Like, come on, so guys. Let's go through all the things. Let's that not she's, be she's critical. Too critical of hers. She was always a screw up, and then she got pulled into this world of chaos. Where, uh, so you're she, just saying she's just being rational. She she encounters magic. Mm. She dies. She gets resurrected. She gets tortured. I guess that's, that's in there all over the she's place. She's fighting with her she, own faith. Yes, tick lies. She gets terrified by ghosts in her own. She's home. seeing black boys being murdered. Yes, uh, but they made her character from she's, the beginning she's to be pregnant. this. I, that's what I'm saying. I get all of these things, but there's, but these are falling into a lot of the stereotypes. She's and I so hangry. She loves garlic, and she can't even have garlic. Yeah, I mean, she's hungry. You realize how hard she that is? Hangry. No garlic bread? I can't even imagine not having garlic. No. For nine or onions. months, no Someone told me bread. they can't. They're allergic to onions. I'm like, I mean, what? How I think the... <laughs> particularly the use of Uncle that is Tom's cabin it's in the story. <laughs> Um, and, and mushrooms. Who the fuck doesn't eat mushrooms? If you don't eat uh, mushrooms, there's something wrong with you. A lot of people. Um, no. uh, it's a suck. textural thing, you know. It depends on the situation of where the mushrooms, you know. <laughs> Mario. What party is it invited to? Mario jumps on him. <laughs> yeah. And he gets How bigger. <laughs> Sometimes I take some special mushrooms. And yeah. I get a little bigger too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some silly Simon. <laughs> the walls start talking to you. No, they're like penis pills. <laughs> <laughs> They use like a like weird boom. mushroom powder. I don't know. So it, it works. So, so Ruby, so Ruby and uh, William, and we got you said something These. during the show. Yeah. Uh, William meets Ruby outside. I forget how they. Uh, she's about to get messed up by the by the police. Local yeah, yeah. Some some crime team guy saying, "Hey, black lady, you're the maid. What are you doing?" So William's like, "Hey, hey, hey, guys, yeah. I got this. Got this. I got this." And so they go inside and. He's so Trump Jr. <laughs> <laughs> so they go inside and, and, and uh, he, he goes to give her a sponge bath and some hot, hot, yes. hot water. This is so manipulative. Like, I feel so bad for Ruby being taken advantage of she, like she, this. She came there with a purpose. She's, yes. But she doesn't she really realize out the psychological manipulation and Christine that's is, happening. Christine called her out on it. Got an angle in there, too. Yeah, she has and an angle, it, of course. It almost makes me wonder because... Like all of this time, it seems as if Christina, as William, is so infatuated with her. Not necessarily love, but just obsessed with her. But Christina. But it's an act. Hold on. This okay, is like going on, on, on the on, dating on, sites on, right on, now. It's like they're just. Okay, pause. pause. Okay. And Christina kept telling her that while it may have been William's words, it, it was me saying them or that was whatever. so hot yeah. too. Okay, whatever. Yeah. It was. I mean, they were like head out, out of the gutter. Thank you. Huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then sexual. she she seems to have promised Ruby that she would teach her magic and give her all of these wonderful things. Yes. And then we find that Christina may or may not plan to sacrifice Atticus on the solstice, and. If it's because he has magical blood that's more powerful than most other people, then yeah, of course that would make sense. But she has a perfectly willing person who seems to be deceptible enough. I think Ruby's going to come back and she's going to be the one to save everybody. 
I think she's going to be the one that shuts it down. I'm just saying. Well, Ruby also. She might be a sacrifice. Um, Devin brought up something. She's. I, I'm, yeah. What is her? What is her? Pl- we don't really know her angle in this. What's her point? Ruby. She was. Uh, what was it? Performance outraged. It felt like performative yes. outrage. Performative outrage. Kind of like she was using a tragedy to justify a, what she wants and negative behavior Being, or something. Yeah. You know, something like that she, something that she wasn't okay with. She was trifling. She felt yeah. shame, you know. And she knew. She knew the she whole knew. time that she was banging a white woman. Yeah, she knew. But it was all right. I mean, she was sad. She was grieving. Like every time I'm sad, I, I, I fuck a white dude. Well, remember at the towards the end, she was like, "I realized that, like, I don't even want to be white, really." To be honest with you, it's, it's a whole awakening for her. There's, there was a lot that she happened got my, for her. She got yeah. a job at Macy's. Like that's what that's, what that's what did it. The Marshall <laughs> being, Fields job. Being black she's is enjoy, already she's a problem. Enjoying her being time a with woman is a problem. With Lena. Mm-hmm. But being a blues singer is badass. So. Oh yeah. Mm. But she, I mean, but uh, I mean, she's getting so manipulated, and she's starting. Ruby. Yeah. I don't know. She. She brought out some stuff for Christine because look what Christine. That was did. a that that's a very toxic relationship that she's having with this William Christina person. I mean, there's gaslighting, there's Who projecting, is, there's all kinds. Speak on it. Speak on it's speak a on duality. But speak on it more, Nina. But I'm no, I'm not going to speak on it anymore. <laughs> you guys always. Who do is she I'm really? I'm trying to give real. you the floor. No, 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 Who is no, she no. for real though? Because yeah, you can't trust that she's. Christina. Well, I mean, the the well, she is obvious. When, I'm going to cut you when off, her because <laughs> you, snip, snip. It, because your it, mother is getting cut off, and you're just letting it happen. So you and shut so your mouth. He's not loyal. No, but she obviously William is being manipulated. Christina, though. she's being manipulated. <laughs> she's using Christina's using her desires she, against her. Yes. So I get what you're saying. She's being manipulated, but she is willing at the same time. It's like being in an abusive relationship. They convince you that the abuse oh, is love. It's like a pimp. You you beat a pimp with a wire, and then you give her a bath, and then she. I, just I had to your ass. I bloodied yeah. your. I'm screwing up everything around you and destroying your family. And then telling and, you that and I telling can fix you, it. I care, yeah. and you, I'm gonna make you special. Yeah. Well, one it's, of the it's things so that's abusive. One of the things that I noticed is like when going back to episode one, literature plays a huge role in this yes. show. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're calling, and the Count of She had a copy mm-hmm. of Iceberg Slim, that pimp narrative. Mm-hmm. And that's where she learned the bath thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I saw that too. Mm-hmm. I saw that too, JP. Well, I'm talking about Well, Uncle, all I know is Uncle I Tom's want cabin. what Ruby's getting. So it doesn't matter at this point if it's male or female, but she's getting it good. She's getting baths and massages. That was so upsetting, though, that scene. Which one? The one with Charles Bukowski? Yeah. Okay. Ham on rye, <laughs> where she was, uh, she was getting some, it was, some ham. It was Hollywood in her rye. It was, you know it was this is all a making about the book. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah Charles Bukowski's cool though. Yeah, we just started talking about Charles. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that's that sex scene. That's not the HBO's scene you want that was a I mean, really she upsetting orgasmed scene. through she her did. whole transition and how did william herself. how did christina william keep it in the whole time yeah because like remember people we slide off all the time especially with all that with jump. all that blood and slippery i and wonder if that transition because it did seem to happen awful quick this is the fastest she's ever came back from being 
um, the other lady. I don't know. They could have had think, like a little time. I think her, <laughs> yeah, they, her <laughs> choice to be herself was more powerful than the magic. And I think when she realizes that, it's going to be very. It's going to. I think be she already done realized it. Well, mm-hmm. she may have, but she. I don't think. Or maybe they were hooking up for hours. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I imagine Christina could probably go like that. that. The penis probably doesn't even feel anything. <laughs> It's like a, hard, it's like a something. strap on, essentially. She just stays hard for as long as she needs to. There probably to. is no penis. And they did a they close just up ass crack shot. Like we almost I mean, could have seen a yeah, ball sack from like the back, <laughs> too, if he would have just moved. And it looked like he was a little bit hairy, so he must not get waxed down there. Mm. Uh, you should... You should find him on Twitter and tell him that. Do you not yeah. wax your butthole? I mean, didn't they wax your ass for this freaking scene, man? You did a whole close up. But this is also the 1950s. Yeah, you have to be accurate to the time. Well, they didn't I mean, even have mm, razors. This is a white man in the 1950s. You had to use Brill cream. Yeah, it was a whole <laughs> process. Royal crown. That must have been that, some sort that of barber's like, brush and a straight razor. I don't yeah. know. It just felt wrong, considering that he's so slim and sleek and like hairless. Yeah. There was an awful lot of hair. William. Mm. Uh, but you, you realize he has, that he wears clothing. He, he's very. All the times where he's not bad. screwing her. I don't think there was ever a William to begin with. No, we know there's there a William. There's one in the basement. He's in the basement. In the basement. I don't remember? think he's re- even in the basement. Does this some random guy she chose and beat up and lured no, <laughs> so, to use? Yeah. It's but, somebody from the. Uh, no, he exists in the basement, though. He's on that pump next to that lady. So he exists, mm-hmm. whether or not yeah, he's we, actually. We saw William. him. We saw them both together in one or two scenes in the first or second episode. Second yeah. episode. You um, don't remember? No, I don't remember. It's been oh, like, it was like two months ago. It was right it was before like they met Titus for the first time. Not Titus, um, but her dad. What's his name? I think JP means more. It was more the day like that Ruby learned who, how she became, how she is. But like yeah, and even then, yeah, we we, she, like we at least Christine saw both of them. To the basement. You mean it like more abstractly? <laughs> yeah. Like now I do. What is William really? Or yeah. like maybe Christina schizophrenic? Who am just I? A yeah. penis. You know? Okay. What's, what's a name? He's a cute penis. Do I have He's to like go Ken through from Ken. the portal to Tr- find out who Ken I am? Ken didn't have a dick. Do you, do you think <laughs> he they had s- a? L- okay. <laughs> he was wearing he really skin-colored underwear. So the micropenis. So Lancaster halfway dressed in drag. It was tucked. Lancaster got spit on. Yes. It, was that like a, um, a spell too? Because he got jacked up after that. I mean, maybe mm. like that. Ooh, maybe her. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but like, yeah, that no. shock. I don't think so. Absolute that hatred. Circumstantial. Does it happen? He happened to be at the wrong place, the wrong time. No, mm-hmm. everything has to happen. But for I wonder yeah. if after his death, the spell on Diana will immediately just disappear. So hopefully, we saying. see that in the next episode. If they follow just through, with that she'll scene. be red in Montrose's arms. Yeah, like, if, if, if yeah, Montrose realizes so right what's now. happening to her, I mean, he still has the book, doesn't he? And that that room upstairs where the blood's on the floor with the candles, he might try to do the spell again know. to see if he can protect her. That, that stuff's very time sensitive. Right, and, and, might be and gone he might now. not be able to get it out <laughs> fast enough. <laughs> I mean, if she's bleeding out, that's uh, enough pieces to perform some kind of ritual. I really hope I don't want her to die. Ooh, which going back to I magic and rituals, okay. the uh, Christina on the the pier with those two 
fine. Okay. Christina on the pier with those two white All dudes. Right. Heard us is about to show off. <laughs> Nerd alerts. <laughs> Get ready for it. Um, so after she gets the uh, key to the orrery. From... It, was a, it was a dock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. There were no boats. It was a pier. Uh, there were boats. You just couldn't see them. It was dark. <laughs> not out. not attached to it. it. There are no boats attached to it. Well, they it, untethered them. Yes, they actually they untethered bay. them and just let them go. <laughs> they had to. They like had to. Betsy DeVos's yachts. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's fine. So, so they were shooting up the building at the end. <laughs> The building. Yeah, the all the cops showed up at uh, Lenny's house. house, and they were. Well, they were. You remember that scene? No. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> well, no, let's go back to the to the pier. That's the so that's the fun part. Not we, letting him do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's over there tortured. He's like, he's like, I gotta let this out. Monsters just clawing. Go ahead, go ahead. It's all yours, for real, for real. What pier? It's you. Yeah. What I don't understand <laughs> is. No, go ahead. What? We're just we're back we're, at the pier. We're messed. <laughs> what? What pier? You keep talking about what you were saying yeah. earlier. Yeah, about the Christina. The pier with the two white guys. Yeah. Who were those white guys anyway? Were they they looked like they were dressed exactly like Emmett Till's real. Yeah, murderers. I was gonna that? say. Yeah. Would you think they? She paid them. Do you think that she, they would have those actual guys because they weren't going to get charged at all? Right. What if she used them on purpose? I didn't even know but what a, I didn't even know what a like, cotton gin looked who like. Who would want to die? I didn't like, realize they were so big. Who who that was actually would be brave enough to beat gin. and kill a white woman <laughs> mm-hmm. at that time? A cotton I was, gin fan. Yeah. I feel like that was a little like yeah, that was a little far fetched because. I don't think any amount of money at that time would have gotten a couple of white dudes to beat up a rich, wealthy-looking white woman. No, like no. she, with the evidence that could have been found. I mean, they lynched black guys for looking at a white woman, mm-hmm. you know, at those times. So I was just thinking that's kind of out although there, there are several she, they did it. recorded instances of, of a white woman getting raped by white men and then saying it Blaming was a black it on man. A black, yeah. So so they could have just said, oh, so maybe some black people just wanted to, you know, get us back get, from Matilda's death. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I didn't think about it that um, far. But yeah, so we know that Tick has given her the key to the orrery, or at least um, Hiram's key that probably powers most of his technology. Do you technology. think that Shogoth was Gia, or was it like a different? <laughs> it could have been at the end. With a... It really could have. No, Where... seriously, I... please get into this. Um, <laughs> she has the key. Which means that she can now use something that Hiram constructed, which we know is technologically magic savvy. Um, then Letty gave her the negatives to Titus's pages, right. which now she has everything that she's wanted right. and that she's she been trying to get a hold of but the machine for literally weeks. Well, who knows that that's the only machine that it needs to be powering right. because it powered the orrery. Mm. I mean, uh, did you just say orrery too? Yeah. We said mm. it at the same time. Same time. Yeah. Yeah. Pitch. Who who a Coke? Thanks. Wow. Okay. Um, so chomp chomp. <laughs> uh, so we know that the police captain also wanted the machine, the orrery to probably to get the key. Cause there's something about mm-hmm. this key and it's likely because whatever tool they need, Hiram built it. It requires his special key. Okay, she has that. She has the negatives. So whatever she's planning, it's 
time, yeah. whenever the best time is for her to perform the spell. But now she's testing out new forms of immortality and healing or whatever it was that she did in the mark of um so you think that was like michigan it looked like it the way the moon was shimmering on it that (laughs) only happens in at lake michigan yeah it looked like a blue moon too it probably was the one we just had like three nights ago that's a really nice deal how do you think they got that shot jp with the the Um, cinema effects that was definitely on location Mm. unlike the rest of the film that's done on a set. Mm. I mean, you can tell, like, it's all, you know, everything is, like, artistically, like, the exit signs and everything is just too perfect. They're real clean. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably, like, you've got, like, the, the street scape, and then everything else is just green screen type CGI stuff. I mean, that's just my. We should ask Misha Green or whoever. Let's see if we can get her on. <laughs> get on, get on it. Yeah, yeah. Write her a Facebook. Send her a request. I'm friends with her a publicist. Insta, that can, Instagram. That can get me there. Yeah. Well, we should. Yeah, we should Snapchat reach out to her. It. Reach out to her. On, Let me talk to JJ. On IG. Yeah. Oh, that could work. <laughs> yeah. 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 I could give you uh, Jordan Peele's number, too. If like, who's that? Oh, he's just—he's like a guy I met at a bus stop once. But he says he knows people. Tell him yeah. I want to smoke one with him because I heard he's got one? that good stuff. Like one of those like candy some, cigarettes, some Lovecraft stuff. You know. Mm. Some Lovecraft country hybrid. So this episode is brought to you by Wendy's. Get some spicy <laughs> nuggets, four piece, six piece. Pub burgers. You might have to baby. actually take that out. I don't know. Oh, the pub fries though. You guys were talking about that last week. So tick- I did get some of those. They're pretty they're good. good. Jason. What? Tick did what? Um, I'm just looking at my notes here. Okay. Um. Ticks are the autumn the autumnal equinox that was mentioned as far as the night that we um were expecting. Well, he mentioned that like last week, didn't he, or was it just yesterday? It was today. Hmm. Tick may die. He may be used as the. Because he asked Christina, didn't he ask her last episode about that, or was it just this episode? It was just this one. Mm -hmm. While they were in the. Well, he found out about it last episode. Yeah. And and he finally brought it up to her this episode. Oh. Now, the mark on Christina and that she gave Letty, it kind of looks like a snake. what was on Hippolyta, like her birthmark scar type of little thing. On her um, boob? Yeah, on the boob. Like a bra- and then he has one on version. his He has one on his back, right? Yeah, like, and then one, somebody has one on her arm. Yeah. Do you think that's like a family spell that's mm, like passed probably. on somehow? It's from the past, from when from, from uh, Hannah. From Hippolyta was in... The Roman times or whatever that she was. Did say she where do you realized... think Hippolyta is now? That's what Diana wants to know. Do you think she's, she's like, on she's like where the fuck's my mom? She's like, yeah. Look, well, I just gotta... We know she landed back in that observatory. Right. And she was just unconscious before the police came in. So either she got out after Tick did or she got dumped at a different point in time. I don't remember. And is now just wandering. Because everyone was like, she's gone. Man. Oh, yeah, no, she was well, lying I think she in the, had dirt. the As long as she made the choice to go back, and she made the choice to go back and be. 
Diana's mom, so sh- we'll see her probably next mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. I was thinking she was dancing again or something. I wish I could. Just for a little longer, you know? Yeah. Well, one going? of the things that Lancaster said about Diana was like, forget the girl, she's already dead. Mm-hmm. What was that about? It's whatever self-destructive nightmare curse. That they put her in. Maybe you eventually. It, it kind of reminded me of schizophrenia. Right? Diana the Shagoth. No, no, we know she's she probably still alive. No, it's but a lot of a lot of people go through that. They end up like killing themselves. So Who? maybe to like people going she's through be like traumatized. a schizoid type of thing. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly trying to run away from these maybe, creatures, maybe you just jump off a building. Why would why would like legitimately a, being attacked though? Why so. would Atticus's son change her to a boy? Other um, than just to protect the identity or something? The patriarchy. Man. That's a shame. And there's no bounds. There's got to be a reason. Because everybody else was pretty much the same so far. It like, is kind of interesting. Did it, did it say that in the episode explicitly? Mm-hmm. Maybe they just I needed a way to connect the book back to the show because I think that's where... Didn't they kind of get some <coughs> negative feedback on that the book and the, the show I, mean, I don't think i don't think nobody they probably produced that show way the before way anybody bad, ever yeah. saw it it's all right so yeah i don't know that's that's what i'm thinking is maybe that was their way to find the bridge to uh, the book. I th- no i think it, well yeah it's definitely a way to find the bridge of the book but i don't think it had anything to do with the reaction um, yeah. i don't know I don't, anything I, about the book because if that's the case then i'm gonna Write an email. <laughs> well, what's the <laughs> connection complain. to the book you were gonna say? Did you already say it? Yeah. Well, what, just that. Um, what do you th- What do you actually think? I don't know. Be? I have no idea. I mean, making it a male character for the point of selling the book and selling the whole might have been, but I don't. You know, male authors if, have a hard time writing women correctly. And so maybe it was easier to make her. Does anybody listen to the other podcasts that are about the show? I don't. I haven't. No. Who has the time? Maybe. Maybe Well, because there's one that the, like, isn't there one that the writers do, like on HBO? Like those people? Hmm. Maybe they. I think that's the one that's advertised. Let's just dial them in right now. (laughs) Yeah, got them right here. Hello. Mochi mochi. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's like, I can get canceled that's for that. Yeah. yeah, you're going to. Mochi mochi. But it's Gia. Mahi, mahi. Calling. <laughs> but she's Korean, I know. Yeah. Just cut it all out. She likes it. <laughs> she's Korean. Uh, not Hungarian. <laughs> yeah, not Hungarian. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe we could do some research this week and find out was there a reason why research know, on the fact of why they that why they chose Diana and changed the character from the actual book Horace and why did they do that to, to begin with? Why did the producers of the show choose make to it a girl? Make it a girl. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I actually think it, it's been better. But yeah, I don't know. I still don't. I'm still. I don't. I know nothing of, about the book. Yeah. Matt so Rob. I'm still waiting on say. mine. Might have my copy. Some insight on it. So it's probably going to go on to the I library. I think it's supposed to be a nod to the fact that they changed. Or you might have already addressed this, but they <clears> changed <throat> details of 
the book when they were scripting the show, and now they've changed the details of the show when they're scripting this meta book. It's like Quantum Leap. Yeah. Um, and and it, it and it happened so yeah, the, after the, the portal. And the the book is almost exactly Ruff's original novel. But it's a black man. Yes. Right. That, that, so the only difference is the author. So where did Hippolyta go if she was laying in the rubble? Because Atticus got home. So yeah, it, it, she might have been She's dropped either house. earlier like, I'm not or going later. Home to my kid, I'm done with that life. Yeah. I know. I've seen more. I'm actually. I'm going. Maybe, I'm going right back to where I came. Maybe from. George was never real to begin with. Yeah. But so, like, you mean like his his son George went back in time <laughs> and pretended to be his own father's brother yeah. to hook up with who became his no, aunt, his, uh, his grandfather's brother. <clears throat> no, no. Well, his yes, his own grandfather's brother creates these to, to cheat. It's just like huh? with. His brother's wife to birth his own son, who would birth him, who would go back in time to hook up with his brother's wife to birth his son, who would birth him to go back in time. No, that's not happening. Breathe. Um, (laughs) No, we're not doing the bootstraps paradox theory (laughs) here. That's a whole lecture I don't have time for. It's times like these I want a fucking warm ass pretzel burger. Like, Ooh, I just right want my mouth. warm pretzels. We just need a reference to the broken windows. Uh, broken window theory. Yeah. Oh, you mean the broken windows from when the police started shooting up her house yeah. in the middle of a white neighborhood, mm-hmm. and no one said anything about and it. And you have to like they have to arrest them because their windows are broken. Mm. You right though, yeah. Because she has a housing agreement with all those people, so if the house is not weatherproof, they can take her to court for that. And then all those bullets coming inside, clearly she's putting her residence in danger by having the police shoot her house for no reason. I just What do you think that monster was? I don't though? even think do you that think house it was Letty's... really exists. Do you think Wow, that... okay. <laughs> where, did, where, did, where did it come from? Uh, the asphalt monster. I'm not like... too sure. I think it's just a cover-up for know, Down Below, because that's where the Shugath came from. Yeah. Well, there was also that whole secret chamber beneath the house that we still don't know that much that about. That goes all the way to uh, Artem. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe Christine has been using that space to the set up like a ritual space. The that's maybe. how they came out there And first. that's yeah. true, too. But, it, but he, it, that's that's in his family. But like, this one wasn't um, scared of fire, and it wasn't scared, or it wasn't attacking him. Well, that's any, oh, you which, know what? You're right. Interesting. It, yeah. That might have been a blue, a, you know, a blooper or whatever you call jihad. it. Well, but it is interesting because the mark of Cain is supposed to protect her and heal her from damage, and then if the ritual may have worked on Tick. It's, again, supposed to just protect him from harm, not change the behaviors of things around them. So the, the, the bullets were bouncing the, off the of thing, Letty. But the thing with magic, too, is you draw your circle of protection. You you put your blood. You do all of those things. And you, you, you just have to wait for the magic to take place mm. when it's meant to take place. So yeah. when they were just but like, I don't know if it worked. No, I probably didn't work. It, yeah. well, it yeah. did. Yeah. But like, we saw the bullets bouncing off something? of Letty. In a circle with blood, so you've done something. Who's that, Ruby? Something when the Montrose and and Tick did the, um, you know, the little chanting. Yeah. You know what he did the protection spell and, um, 
that was that, that the whole idea of them sitting back and saying oh, i don't think it worked was just kind of like yeah you just totally did magic so something's gonna happen what do you think Devin? what did he expect what do you think he was but expecting they were also you doing the Uber Eats? to like turn into some sort of superman <laughs> or something I'm, uh, like, I'm pondering but they also <laughs> were just reading a spell just out of a book that partner. his son may or may not have written Right. So, like, they had no idea if the whole ritual instructions in that book were just made up so that it would seem realistic, but no one had ever actually do it successfully. I'm surprised that Tick wasn't crying when that was happening. <laughs> Unless he was. He was He's been crying he's a been lot. Very my emotional. daddy wanted to save my life. But, you know, they say when white women get pregnant, the, the man, the husband, the father of the baby can sometimes have those sympathy feelings, so... The maybe because she's so emotional sympathetic and all freaking pregnancy. irrational. Yeah, maybe he's kind of acting out too. So that's just a little extra weight gain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, occasionally uh, male uh, uh, mammary glands and even uh, <coughs> breast milk leakage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a trouble. I have a, I have a problem with speaking into the microphone directly. This is not gonna work. <laughs> we need to stop and get you a nursing bra. <laughs> yeah. No, I need to get one of those those dog cones. <laughs> For the mic, so I know I keep it in the circle. <laughs> oh my god, I have one of those. No, that's too small. You have a chewini. That's true. I, I need something for like a, an Akita or <laughs> Mastiff. So there's two more episodes, right? <laughs> Big yeah, the next one is called Rewind 1921. Ooh. Mm. And now we're going back in time. Okay, so we just went forward in time. We went to an alternate dimension. Very briefly, though. Did you notice that, like, when they um, got, they stepped out of the spaceship, it was decorated like the Woody from what? From like the car, like the Buick or whatever. Oh, like it had the same stripes on it. It was brown with the yellow stripes. That was episode one, right? No, that was just last episode. Okay, yeah, yeah. When she was going through her. That's when George was with her, right? When I they stepped so. out of that yeah. together and oh, they kind of well, were that, just like yeah, that makes sense. And she was wearing, she was had like blue hair. Yeah. Well, we had mentioned that in the last podcast too, is like all of this like technicolor vintage lighting. And then all of a sudden they're in this, on this <coughs> other planet and it's so bright and vibrant and really trippy and you're Crazy. like, Whoa. yeah. So, hmm. so the There's next so episode is called rewind 1921. So that's going to have to be going back to, when George and Montrose and um, so we'll get a flashback of their relationship with back then. back in Tulsa mm-hmm. before the riots. The mom, right. what was the mom's name? I don't even remember. Wasn't it like Dolores oh or something? Gia, Gia, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, Dolores. She was. Dolores? She might have still. She might have been alive back then. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be. Because no, the Gia lived to be in her 20s. Then she died, and her mother brought her back to life, and she since stopped aging. I thought she was a little girl. Who? Did she die as a little girl? And she was being aging? raped as a little girl, and then, that, and then, and and then, then the Camille changed yeah. her, transformed her. So she's but, hoping to so get a little girl back. Who are you talking about? Gia. We're talking about a former episode, but I don't know. Gia. Yeah. The, the, the Korean woman? Yeah. Okay, I was like, off at the end. We're speculating <laughs> on like a timeline. Yeah. Okay. But I just wanted to. Does it say uh, who's the director of that one? Mm-hmm. Um, Dora. Dora. Mm. Yeah. Diego. Dora the Explorer. Mm, yeah. Dora, Ruby, Letty, and and uh, 
Marco, Marcus, what's their brother's name? Montrose? Melvin. 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 Yeah. yeah, Marco, Melvin sounds just exactly the same. I'm struggling with words today. I don't see it. I don't. I don't see where it's been. It's Greek, you asshole. They're calling it a massive muscular bubble blob, guard dog creature with covered with eyes eyes and multi layered rows of razor sharp teeth. In the night, they rustle through the woods, making chattering sounds. Mm. I heard Brad Pitt's going to be in the next episode. (laughs) Really? Mm hmm. Oh, crap. Where'd you hear that from? Gia. (laughs) Okay. He's going to be Benjamin Buttons. (laughs) (laughs) I heard Brad. I think I'm done. uh... I'm done for today. Thank you. Thank you for that. (laughs) Benjamin Button. The curious case of Benjamin Buttons. Which surprisingly, do you want to take a guess? Wasn't uh... (laughs) the worst romance movie. What are you talking about? It, uh, Benjamin Button. It wasn't the worst. Oh, was it a romance movie? Technically, yes, it was. I didn't. I never yeah. saw it. I've never seen it either. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he, it was kind of weird. He starts out as this weird. really, really small, like Yoda-looking old plot, gross creature. I'll never watch it. And you know the weirdest thing? He ages just like us. <laughs> hmm. Completely so, normal. Okay. I'm just like, when are we pulling out of this? <laughs> well, um, I think it was this great. Thanks, guys. Episode had uh, was hosted by JP. We had hey, Hurtis over to I my right. What's up? Lovely JP. We had Anita D to my left. Hello. And, and then goodbye. we had the big bad Dev Brown. Oh, Devin Brown. You got anything to we plug? Two more views on our hey. Facebook page. All right. Well, if Anita will let me. Go ahead. Plug it, baby. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. You sound like Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me, guys. Oh, I think I will plug it. Yeah. You know, man, if you feel like you want to, go check, down. Check, uh, check me out. Take some time to get to know Devin. And <laughs> Just, I'm begging you guys, please. Mm-hmm. Wait, you were Mormon. Uh, wait. You were Mormon? Yeah, the trauma. Wait, you were Mormon of Mormonhood. Ep- episodes, uh, episodes drop weekly. You know, we talk about masturbation a lot. I think that's in the last sick. couple. Yeah, episodes, the last couple episodes. Any, any plugging? Yeah, the guy was plugged up. He had a prostate problem, <sighs> and that was the dilemma. He had to <sighs> masturbate, but he's a Mormon missionary, and he's good. And you're he not feels allowed guilty. to touch yourself, right? So his companion was able to do it for him. <sighs> that's the loophole. See. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Wait, you were a Mormon with Devin Brown. Come listen to the story. Everyone's here giving each other a helping hand. Yeah, or mouth. (laughs) 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 Or other orifices. Or other orifices. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's fun. I've got a podcast called Show Me Shit Columbus. And it's exciting. Figuratively. And it's. It's on a break right now because we're moving uh, studios, but but it's a butt plug podcast, right? Yeah, <laughs> we review only the best. <laughs> you review butt plugs, <laughs> silicone. Hardest, do you have anything to plug? Yes, you can check out my book, the book that does not exist. Uh, anywhere you find books that do not exist, which is almost everywhere, mm-hmm. except it for the bookstores. So. Right. 
your little oh, yeah. booksellers. Well, actually, they're, they're stacked up all on the floor. You gotta fight not to trip over them. And Barnes and Noble. It's okay. a mess. Anita? Um, <clears throat> well, that's um, we're gonna wrap it up. <laughs> you can catch her at That's Cheetos. my life story on this podcast. <laughs> Cut off the girl. Till next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>